Welcome to Beauty Uncut the Podcast. I'm Shania. And I'm Kayla. And I'm Ian. And we're here to bring a new perspective to beauty. So today's subject topic is about jawline contouring and the different modalities and things that you can do to treat the jawline. I think people get a little bit hung up on that it's just jaw filler that can alter your jawline but there's not there's so many different treatments that we can do you know in our clinic around Australia to treat your jawline yeah there's your dermal treatments there is injectable treatments and there is surgical as well so but before we jump into it Ian you just got back from America how was it yeah it was good it was good I haven't been there for a long time I can't even remember it was probably almost 10 years ago wow that I was there oh no I lie I went huh. last year. Wow, you're so but I, lying. I, it was almost 10 years ago that I saw my family there. But but no, I went for my sister's wedding. So that was good. It was Hi. a good experience. I wish I had more, had more time there, but I literally had to come back. And then I'm flying to Pumpkin Island tomorrow up north. What a hard so, life. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so that trip was planned for two years. Wow. Because that's the soonest we could get in. And for anyone in who, America or no, Pumpkin, Pumpkin Island. Island. Oh. So for, for anyone who hasn't been to Pumpkin, it's uh, off the coast of Yapoon. It's about a half an hour boat ride off there. You see a flat a rocky bus to Yapoon, boat over, and you rent the whole island. So Honestly, Ian, that sounds so exhausting, especially with two yeah. kids. You guys <laughs> must be jet lagged and then you're going to go and do all yeah, that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And there's se- so there's seven couples going and, and seven families, I should say, with all the kids. So it's going to be not a relaxing trip. It'll be fun though. Hopefully. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Hopefully. How long are you going island? for? Uh, four days. Make sure you wear your SPF. Oh, I will. I actually got, we talked about Solbari yeah. some time ago and I got an entire head to toe outfit. Oh my God, so stop it. Stop. I will you have be to send sending us photos, photos <laughs> yeah. of my Solbari outfit. We will be outfit. posting in on the feed, <laughs> on Instagram, him top to toe covered. You won't know which one's me because I've actually got it for literally everyone. Oh my God, stop and it. And we're all going to be like, Beach wow, ninjas. are you guys like sponsored by Solbari? I wish we were oh Solbari if you guys are listening. Yeah. Sponsor Dr. Chinsey. <laughs> <laughs> well, going back to what we're talking about today, did you guys see that Black China got her filler removed? She's getting dissolved? like everything dissolved. Yeah. So she, she's, I don't know, she's gotten like a 360. She seems like a really normal person right now because <laughs> I feel like she kind of went a little bit left, a little, you know. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. she didn't get... What was she getting in her bum? She was getting something dissolved in her bum. I think she, I saw that she was getting like a breast reduction and then she was like and a reduction of her gluteus maximus, which I don't know. She didn't have implants though. She had like a silicon injection. I have a question yeah. before we move on. Yeah. What is black china? <laughs> <laughs> oh like my a, God, Ian, it's Rob Kardashian's ex wife or ex-girlfriend they have a baby called dream are you serious <laughs> no, are you no. I, I knew i knew who i sort of knew she was but I, no. not in the detail that yeah that you've just provided wow okay she was also going through like a legal battle with like kylie jenner chloe kardashian oh yeah yeah i remember she hearing was, that yeah and she wasn't like a good mom for a little while and she was kind of you know going a little bit crazy but she's I going to she's, the left but now yeah. she's going to the right a little bit she's like raining it like back politically no 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 <laughs> mentally All right. <laughs> she's going she's she's good and now. physically i think okay. she's good now cool. yeah because i i just can't picture what she looks like oh so do you want to bring up a yeah, picture? yeah let's, bring let's up get that a, video. let's get a she's picture of her up on the screen for us really for nice um dimples but yeah she pretty much has had like a lot of filler a lot of other treatments done to her body and 
It's like she's done a 360 and now is getting this isn't everything what she removed. Looks like, but this is a. Oh, that's not what I pictured. Let me show you Black China <laughs> without makeup. Hang on. Yeah. But yeah, I saw a video just today, like literally mm. just before this, of her getting everything dissolved. She like filmed everything, which I think was pretty nice oh, to right. see, yeah. especially, I guess, as someone who might not have seen like mm. getting fillers dissolved before. So I think that was really nice. And. You know, it's, it's something that was spoken about before is going from people getting heaps of filler done to now more Dissolving. natural. Starting fr fresh, yeah, yeah, going back to natural. That's it. There was the big controversy and we spoke about it a little bit previously about dis uh, actually dissolving and uh, that it's not good, that it ruins your skin. I think we've sort of touched on that already but was well, there any of that getting her entire body dissolved so we'll <laughs> see what she looks like in a couple months time if she's sagging down to the floor but I think she'll be okay but yeah as I was saying she had these like silicone or saline injections in her bum not actually implants and mm. not fat grafting but actual silicone or saline or something injected they, they used to inject silicon and it was like a, I think it was just pure silicon that they That's used That's a inject. lot of silicon that but you would need. I yeah. would think that these days they wouldn't do that. When did she get it done originally? I don't know, but she's yeah, in America what? and, you know, yeah. money talks. So I'm sure she got it. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. But what I wanted to talk about today is, I guess, as an injector, as someone who does a lot of dermal as well, I see a lot of people who are coming in and they want to do jawline contouring. And first thing they say is, I want to get filler and do that in my jaw. And a lot of, for example, photos that I see online and what they bring in to show me of what they want is that directly after result of getting filler done. And in most cases, it's sitting very superficially and they get that kind of real cut how would you say like defined jawline yeah, you kind defined. of look yeah. like an l almost like really sharp yeah yes. i love it but have you seen yeah. the guy who got it done yes. and when he talks like he opens his it mouth it was on tiktok yeah. yeah his jaw is like at a completely different like it stays at that angle even when he's like moving oh, right. around yeah, like it, he's it looks, chewing it and ridiculous. it's like and that was purely filler that that he had yeah to do it. yeah and it the reason why that happens is because it's sitting very superficially. So obviously we have all these different layers of the face and generally when we want to enhance the jaw, we want to go almost onto the bone and to mimic the bone. And what's happening in these cases where it's not moving in the face or it's looking very, very sharp is that it's placed very superficially and that filler is very thick. And so when that settles in, it might look kind of nice, but over time if they are getting more done... It's just not going to look right. It's not in the right layer. So what I wanted to, I guess, get your guys' opinions on today is the different options for people who want to get that jawline contouring but without getting filler done. For sure. Well, I've obviously had jaw filler and I love it. But I also think that I probably should have done other things prior to getting it done but there was no telling me otherwise so don't even – you know, <laughs> but you know, it's not just about your jaw. Like, you know, if you've got submental fat here, I think you need to treat that as well. And I have that. And I think if I didn't have that and I had a bit more of a lift, I potentially might not have needed the jaw filler or the jaw filler would have just, ex you know, accentuated the results of exactly. what I had. So I think definitely there are things that I should have done prior and I probably will do them post to, you know, give me better results. But what are your thoughts, Ian? Well, I, when I was younger, <clears throat> I had a, a very defined jaw and I noticed over the years that 
I was starting to lose that definition. And so I spoke to you guys about it, you know, earlier, it was last year, I think. And I said, I'm thinking about getting jaw filler. Oh, yes. So I, because yeah, I wanted to get that back. Me. Yeah, because I, yes. I wanted to look like <laughs> Kayla, essentially. I, 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 and then you're like, I want to get it. Yeah. yeah. Did something yeah. Else so, so then instead we did, well, I had M face. You know, I started at that time, I started using skincare. I started doing a lot of things to look after myself and just tightening up that skin envelope and, and firming up the muscles underneath uh, brought the jaw back, not to my you know, 20s, but certainly enough that I felt I don't really need to get jaw filler now. And I think that's where my opinion changed as well on jaw filler. Like, don't get me wrong, love jaw filler, will forever get it. But when I saw both of your results after M phase and I saw the definition change in your lower face and your jaw, I was like, dang, wish I did M phase or Morpheus and then my jaw filler. But we weren't to know because we didn't even have the device the when M-face, I got it yeah. done. For yeah. someone who doesn't know what M phase is, Ian, do you want to? Explain what that is. Yes, yeah, so, so Mvase is the the newest device we have in the clinic. It utilizes RF technology and another technology called HiFez, which is high intensity facial electrical stimulation. So it's stimulating what we call the SMAS layer of the face, which contains all of the muscles. And when you restore the tone to those muscles, you essentially get firming from from deep deep down. And so that's a much more youthful look. Again, you know, you can actually see the results in the mirror after you've had the treatment. So it's amazing. It's It's one of my favorites. I think a lot of people get confused with M-Face, I guess, toning up those muscles and that it's almost strengthening it that, for example, your fine lines will get worse because that pad's there and your, for example, masseters might be contributed to. But the reality is it's just kind of almost like a bed sheet where you're stretching it out and you're actually getting less of that contraction. It's a healthier muscle. And it's almost like repositioning like your cheeks. Like everyone that I've seen that has had it looks like they've had cheek filler, but they haven't. But in all the right places. You know how sometimes if you have too much cheek filler, it looks ridiculous. It looks like someone has had the perfect amount of filler and they just look so nice and lifted. Lifted. Like you get that lift in the nasolabial folds, the lower face. Like I personally saw my submental area lift up and get really mm. nice and tight. So my jawline, because of that, looked a lot more like defined. So I feel like that's a really nice modality. Yeah. Yeah. And I talked somewhere. about it a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if you guys remember, like I was saying that your fat pads have ligaments that that loosen as we age. And so that's what comes down. And so these ligaments get tightened up by the M phase. And so that's basically repositioning your volume where it's supposed to be. And that's why it looks like everyone's had filler afterwards. Yeah. Aside from M phase, sorry. No, no, I wasn't gonna say anything though. (laughs) I was gonna say going on the topic of devices, is there any other devices that you guys would recommend for someone wanting that jawline contouring? I would say mini effects. So I don't know too much about it. So you guys are probably going to have to jump in and save me here. But as far as I'm aware, basically you can use it on different pockets of fat on your body, small pockets of fat. And I think using it underneath the jaw area where you have that submental fat will help to reduce it. And in turn, similar to give you a similar result to M-Face with that pocket there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that the mini effects is good. I think it needs to be used in combination, obviously with other things, but to address that, little pocket of fat that a lot of people have it's a really good treatment without having to resort to something like liposuction in that area yeah i think for someone who for example might be predisposed to getting a larger kind of neck area mini effects is great for i think there's some people that might not be eligible for the treatment for example it did not 
suck onto my. <laughs> it has like a, a vacuum suction in it. I think because you're quite narrow. Yeah. I think because the it's a little bit more wider. I think yeah. you need to have a bit more yeah. fat. So, for example, you just need to be eligible for the treatment. But um, it's a great treatment. I think focusing that RF into like blasting it into an area where there's that fat pocket I think it's really good for, I've seen really good results for under the chin. And I agree with what Ian said about using it with another modality, for example. Skin needling with radiofrequency. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Morphia I think, is such a great treatment and I think very overlooked for the lower face. Yeah. 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 I think if you want to go even further with it, you know, you could talk about Embrace RF or the face tight treatment. And that's a really good one for people who come in and they've got that laxity there, which is causing them to lose their jaw definition. So tightening up with face tight. I mean, we, we've spoken about the treatment before, but it, again, it utilizes that radio frequency both deep and superficially and tightens up the small ligaments as well. So it's like a, you know, it just adds on to the M face result that you might get. It works really well with the mini effects because it's going to liquefy the fat that's in that submental area. And then you can just blast it with the mini FX. Yeah. I obviously have never had this treatment done, but I have fallen in love with it for some reason. It's, I don't know. It's just going to be my new favorite treatment. I can already tell. But the results that I've seen from people having Embrace RF on, in combination with Morpheus 8 and a tiny bit of liposuction is unparalleled. I would say it's between having, for example, what would you say? Like Morpheus 8 and a facelift, somewhere in between that. You're getting like a half of a facelift. That's a big call, but but they are, <laughs> they are, impressive, <laughs> they are impressive treatments. And well, I it's, think- it's not like you're getting a full facelift for sure, but I would say between Morpheus and facelift, like that's like your mid-treatment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I could see that. I can yeah. see that. And it's good to combine them, you know, as you say, you can do face tight followed immediately by Morpheus because your face is already numb in that area. It's injectable anesthetic, so you don't have to worry about feeling that treatment. You can have that all and then just continue your course of Morpheus as time goes on. And your jawline just looks so snatched afterwards. (laughs) I want it done. (laughs) So good. So I really like these ideas. I think definitely coming from that dermal and um, injectable background, I've been really navigating my clients to try and do these treatments first. And I guess it really depends on where they're at, really, if they have a small kind of pocket of fat or they might have a lot of fat in that area as to what they will do. So I guess it really depends. And going that surgical route might just be that only option or doing like the embrace and then kind of maintaining it with these other devices, I think is also a great idea. But I guess from a injectable perspective, for example, they've had these treatments and then they're looking to get, I guess, that definition. I guess my perspective is you can actually do a little bit of that lifting with anti-wrinkles. So there's these neck bands in our neck, which we can actually inject and they call it the Nefertiti lift. And it's quite subtle, but it can make a big difference for some people. And then they can go into maybe fillers as their, I guess, last resort, or if that's a client that really just will benefit just from that. I think it's filler is great as long as it's injected in the right plane and it's not an excessive amount, then I think it will look really good. You were talking about doing anti-wrinkle and the masseters as well. That can also change the way your jaw looks as well, correct? For sure, yeah. I get a lot of clients coming to me with really bulky masseters, very strong like TMJ issues, things like that. 
when we inject it with anti-wrinkle, it shrinks this muscle. And I guess it depends on the amount being injected. It depends on their actual masseters. So if your masseters stick out, for example, when you bite down, that's usually a client that's going to see that big face slimming result. And in that case, a lot of people actually don't like the after effects of that. So because of the facial slimming, first of all, some people don't like having a slimmer lower face. What can actually happen as well is that masseter might actually be supporting their skin. And so when that shrinks, their skin almost falls forward a little bit and they get a little bit jowly. It's terrifying. Yeah. So I guess you have to think about all these little things and you know, managing that client's expectations and letting them know that this can happen because they might change their mind and look at, you know, multimodality approach. And that's why I, I'm thinking about the masseter treatments from a male perspective, because I have really bad bruxism. You know, I mm. used to clench my teeth very badly. I actually got a dental splint made and I chewed through that in oh my a few months. But Do you still have that? I'm, I'm not as bad. I'm not as bad, but I, I refused to get the masseter treatment because I didn't want to get slimming of my lower face because I think it feminizes guys. And I think a lot of guys are reluctant to get this treatment because of that. What can happen as well. And I guess if someone really wanted to get it done and they really just wanted to get rid of those issues because it is a medical issue, what they could do if they wanted to get those masseters reduced is get the jaw filler and build that up over time, which is obviously another option, another thing to think about, but there definitely is an option for everyone. I want to talk a little bit about the the chin as well. I think oh my yes. god! I was really about to say when you get jaw filler, I think sometimes you need to balance it with like the 100%. chin and like through here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I think a lot of times too, people who have they they need more chin projection, but they're not focused on that, or they don't think that's the issue. It's such they an they focus on area. the the actual mandible, and then the balance gets thrown out. Yes. You know when sometimes you see someone's side profile and their chin is receding and they think that they need the jaw to like make this look long Mm. when, yeah, you're right, you just need a bit more chin filler. Yeah, agreed. I get a lot of those people that come in and they want the jaw filler but they just need chin filler and then they're so happy. When you do your chin filler, do you relax the muscle first? In most cases, yes. And I think it is quite important in most cases because the muscle is very flat and so it like squishes almost the filler that's there. So in in an ideal case, we would relax the muscle first and then treat with filler. Yeah. I was doing, when I first started my career, I was doing a fair bit of facial surgery. And so I've done a lot of chin implants mm-hmm. and that's a technically pretty straightforward procedure because you just have to dissect down onto the bone and and place the implant. And that's going to give you that projection. And obviously it's permanent. The main issues with it were that it could dislodge. So, And is that because of the muscle? Yeah. Well, yeah. the muscle's one thing. The other thing is just external trauma to the face could dislodge yeah. it. Yeah. And so then it was a big mess because you had to go back in and reposition it, fixate it down, or just to get rid of it. Would you say when you were doing these treatments that it almost like I don't know if this is the right word, but myomodulate the muscle, like it would get a bit weaker because of that projection. Yeah, to a certain degree. And also because when you place it, you're actually removing some of the attachments, Mm. the muscular attachments there. And so that would cause some issues sometimes. Again, it wasn't every time, but it was very individual. There's also some criticism towards facial implants that sit on the bone because it promotes that bone resorption. So you're actually going to lose 
really? volume there quicker than you would just from I did not. Can you just replace it with another implant? <laughs> you can, but where do you draw the line? <laughs> you don't. And you can't even do fillers when you have implants either. Which That's right. Yeah, yeah. You, you wouldn't inject a chin filler over Why not an implant. implant. Infection. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, and, and plus, you know, you might be injecting directly into the solid silicon and yeah. it's not going to really do anything. Fair enough. Yeah. But I think I was going to even say with filler, like I think it does myomodulate the muscle a little bit that it almost gets a little bit weaker. But at the same time, you don't want to be over-injecting that chin to yeah. get that muscle relaxant results. So, yeah. Well, I think we covered a lot in this episode. So moral of the story, if you want a snatched jaw, you've got to do it all. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, my advice as an injector would be definitely to try and start non-surgical or, well, more dermal, like with a, the multimodality approach, see what res- results you get from that. Because by the time you go to, into non-surgical or surgical, you'll probably need less of less work. Mm. Yeah. Before we wrap up though, I just want to talk about the, I guess the gender differences with jaw filler and jaw shape. And when you're injecting a male jaw versus a female jaw, what are your considerations there yeah. so as not to, to masculinize someone? Yeah, so with a female, we wanna keep that kind of oval looking face. And most of the time we are trying to get a slimmer lower face. So you have to be really careful as an injector not to widen that jaw area. So I know when I was taught jaw filler, there's different techniques and you want to kind of stay on the bone. So when I'm doing a female, for example, I stay almost right behind the bone so it doesn't like mm. protrude Yeah, and it's kind of hiding, but it's still giving you that nice definition. But for a male, they might want that projection. And so I'll inject right on top of the bone right there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think some of the trends, there was a danger at the time where people were asking for for more and more mm. sharpness or definition in their jawline. That's me. And, <laughs> and you'd have to, to caution them and say, look, if I do this the way you want me to do it, you're going to end up looking like a man. Have you ever yeah. had to, have you come across that before? Um, I haven't had too many conversations of that because I feel like I'm almost, as I said, navigating my clients towards the dermal treatments. But definitely that's a big, I think, epidemic with fillers just in general is there's a line that has to be drawn. And if your injector keeps injecting you, that's a problem. I think that's a red flag. (laughs) I think also the Angelina Jolie look, you know, that she's got a very obviously sharp jawline. And a lot of people were trying to emulate that just like they were with with her lips, with lip filler. And it doesn't work with everyone. That's the thing. Everyone's face is so different and you kind of have to, I'm not an injector, but inject to their face. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the thing. A lot of people bring in those photos and you're like, well, you don't look like her. (laughs) Like we're not going to make you look like her, but we can enhance what you have and do what suits you. So very important. Yeah. Cool. Perfect. (laughs) Well, I don't want to wrap up your segment, so I feel like you have to. Well, That was a great episode. Following on from that topic, we're going to go into our segment of hit it or quit it. And should we go on to Kayla? What's our topic? Yeah, our hit it or quit it segment is filler dissolving. Are we for it or against it? I'm for it. Well, I guess it depends on the situation, but most of the time it's for a reason. And so I think definitely for it. Yeah. I'm quit it. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm for it, but just don't like the pain. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't had it done to myself, but I'm definitely for it because I've had to dissolve filler on, on patients before for various reasons. And it's, there's definitely merit in doing it. There's also, I mean, this is probably not classed under the, this hit it or quit it, but if there are filler complications like occlusion, definitely, definitely, definitely dissolve it. There's no actually other answer besides for it because it's a necessity. (laughs) Yeah, it is. I think it's so important to have in clinic. And I think we've spoken about it on an episode before and I've spoken about how I had a client that went to a clinic and they told her to go somewhere else Mm, when if she does get a vascular occlusion, which I thought was crazy. But yeah, I would hope that that clinic now has high lays. But anyway, definitely for it. (laughs) And I think... You know, it goes back to what we were talking about before. A lot of people are going now that more natural look route and a lot of people, especially I find this year, are wanting to dissolve their old fillers and either just not get anything or start again and get a nice, fresh, natural look. I think as the the injectable techniques get more sophisticated as well, Mm -hmm. I think people are, yeah, as you say, they're almost wanting to start over. And, you know, maybe do it in a more subtle fashion than before where yeah. you, people were just targeting parts like, you know, just do my lips, do my cheeks, that sort of thing. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. More holistic approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, everyone, for listening to our episode on jaw filler and jaw contouring. Make sure to follow us on our socials. All the information will be in the description and make sure to leave us a review as well. Five stars only. And we will see you in our next podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.